Michelle Constant on SAFM. 7.52, you are with the JSB. Moving into our health sector. And as we heard earlier, go and collect your ID if you've not done so. Collect your ID and uh, focus on registration weekend. You can WhatsApp that number to find out if you are already registered. You can phone them. You can go onto the Webster to f- uh, website to find out exactly where your registration place is and uh, close to your home. And you can make a difference when you vote to the country that you believe in. And one of those differences seems to be exactly where we're going to. The fact that in South Africa, many children still face unsafe and unsanitary school toilets. I mean, it's estimated that over 3,398, so 3,400 of South Africa's public schools still use pit latrines. What does that mean? What does that mean for our children? How do we keep our children safe? And Iswa Nele Kaba is the public relations brand manager for Domestos, and they've been doing a lot of work in that particular area. And Iswa, thank you so much for joining us. Good. Michelle, thanks for having me. And Iswa, let's talk about um, the research that you have managed to do with regards to the unsafe and unsanitary school toilets for, for children in schools. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really quite shocking. We ran a report in 2021 that we called the School Toilet Report. Uh, we survey schools um, in South Africa as well as in India and in the UK. And what that revealed is that sanitation is a major issue in South African schools. I think you quoted the stats around pit latrines, but the the real issue doesn't just stop there, right? Pit latrines are an issue, but what we're finding is that um, where there are, you know, proper flushing toilets, there is still an issue of maintenance. And so toilets become lost subsequently. And so, yeah, in this report, we we saw that nine out of 10 children were reporting uh, issues with their school toilets. Um, of that, about 50% admitted to missing school on purpose to avoid using their the school toilets. Um, many reported, you know, skipping meals, not drinking water while at school because of the fear of having to use um, their school toilet. So the situation is, is quite dire. And I think we, we, it's important that we draw attention and awareness to the broader issue. Yes, pit latrines need addressing, but there is also a need for ongoing maintenance to ensure that the toilets that are built are not then last again. Let's talk about that maintenance. I mean, it's a, it's a shameful situation that we have children's toilets that don't have uh, the, the rims, that don't have the lids, that aren't cleaned, that cannot flush. Some of those things, I imagine, are what you are having to address and which came out in the report. Exactly, yeah. So we, when we started on this journey, we started off just addressing infrastructure. So in our minds, you know, we had seen the stats around pit latrines and we thought we're going to go in and we're going to renovate um, school toilets. We're going to, you know, eradicate pit latrines. And, you know, the further we've gone down this road, uh, we really realized that there was uh, a gap in our response because I think firstly, we weren't addressing behavior change. And secondly, we weren't addressing that that need for ongoing maintenance, right? And so 
what we have developed as two additional uh, programs. So the, the need for infrastructure still exists, so we're still committed to that. But what's been important is um, to run behavior change programs. Um, so we've got a curriculum that we run in every single public uh, school in South Africa, as well as the, the maintenance pro program. And I think that kind of three-pronged approach is really the approach that we need to tackle this issue face on. It's, I think the first is addressing our own attitudes and behaviors and those of the kids and communities around toilets and how they use them, but also addressing uh, the need um, the need for funding for ongoing maintenance, the need for education around that as well. Mm. You know, it's it's the same as any particular space where you create, you have you have the, the, the capex, the capital um, expenditure to build the infrastructure, the toilets. But then the question right. is, are they building into the budget the OPEX, which is the operational expenditure, to make sure that those toilets are cleaned every day, to make sure that people aren't just ripping the seats off? To Are, are we getting a, a change in thinking and a change in activity around that? I believe so. I think, um, yeah, the work is being done. Uh, we've partnered quite closely with uh, the relevant ministries on this journey. And there is a commitment to, to uh, firstly, you know, funding um, these programs in schools um, and really investing in this maintenance and in this behavior change that needs to happen for um, these toilets to be kept um, as, you know, sort of very valuable assets. So I think that um, the scale isn't where it needs to be, mm. um, but the the work is being done the programs are there and i think it is now a matter of scaling uh, these programs and these responses to reach more learners um and to you know uh, impact more communities and these where you must uh, really get some kind of real um, satisfaction out of the, the work that you do at domestos because it really is about uh, the private sector supporting the public sector in a positive way tell us uh, how it makes you feel Really proud. I think that um, yeah, this was an issue that I had not come face to face with personally in my own life until I, I started working for this brand. Um, and yeah, over the last few years, going to, you know, getting the chance to encounter children, sit with children, go into schools, see what the issues are, and really get a grasp of how much this issue, the issue of sanitation, disenables our children. Mm -hmm really holds them back from uh, learning and getting an education in the way that they need and really makes the school environment a, a, a non-safe space for them. I feel really proud to be a part of um, a business and a brand that is really committed to um, really making a, an impact in communities. So, yeah, I think that's the only way really to yeah. describe it is. And these were very quickly because we have to go to the news. But Benjamin is asking, did your research uh, cover Mpumalanga province juris jurisdiction? He's talking about the Etlanzeni region rural schools. Um, so I've, I'm not sure if we, um, you know, I'm not sure where our reach went in terms of specific schools, but we did make sure that all provinces were represented um, through this, through the study, Esanzeni would be part of our program that we run uh, 
in all public schools. Um, so, yeah, we do have reach there. I can't confirm whether in the study we pinpointed that district, though. Andiswa, thanks so much for joining us. Andiswa Nelek, Public Relations Brand Manager for Domestos. Guess what? It's 8 o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.